My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rolling, presented by FanDuel. Major season is here, and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, everybody. On today's special President's Cup Shack House, we are going to talk about, of course, the exciting team event between the U.S. and the international squad and the PGA Tour season coming down and a few things we don't really want to talk about. But first, a word from our friends at Callaway. Of course, they are the makers of the ball that changed the ball, the Chrome Soft. You know it delivers everything that golfers are looking for. It's long, soft, unbelievably easy to control, and it's manufactured here in the good old U.S. of A. Oh, and you can buy yourself three golf course hot dogs with the money you save buying Chrome Sauce. Anyway, Chrome Soft is the ball that changed the ball. It's the fastest growing golf ball brand in golf. Callaway is. And because golfers everywhere are switching to Chrome Soft, you need to too. It's time for you to change your ball and your game for the better with the ball that changed the ball. My podcast friends, you know that buying tickets to sports and concerts can be complicated and confusing, but there is a better, simpler way to buy, and that is with SeatGeek. With SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. SeatGeek saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. They also have plenty of concert, comedy, and theater tickets available, too. Best of all, Shack House listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. If you have not signed up to SeatGeek already, Get that $20 rebate. Download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab, and click add a promo code and enter promo code HOUSE. That's H-O-U-S-E. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code HOUSE today. Make SeatGeek your go-to ticket source for all things PGA Golf and beyond. Now, let's head into the Shack House, brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. House greetings from Jersey City, New Jersey. I almost said New York. You know, they're trying a little too hard to make this President's Cup a New York thing when it's in New Jersey, but we're in... The greater New York area, and it's a lot of the fun to New be York here. The greater New York area. Where, where are you yeah. staying physically up there? I'm staying in the city, and uh, it course. is sensational. I'm in the uh, Hilton overlooking the Oculus and the World Trade Center. I'm just uh, mesmerized by the, the new World Trade Center, and I spent some time at the memorial yesterday, and uh, it is just, it's just a very – you understand when people mention when they come to the city how important it is to come here, and until you actually experience it and experience the memorial and the, and the architecture of, of that area and see what's going on, sort of the resurgence, it's, 
That's really special. And then House, here's the best part of the President's Cup. I mean, the best part. <laughs> they are, uh, if for those who are staying in the city, they have uh, they have they have ferries. So there's a there's a spectator ferry. There is a team ferry, and there is a VIP ferry. So on the ride over this morning, I took a picture of uh, Jimmy Roberts, Mike Tirico, and Peter Jacobson with the Statue of Liberty in the background. Of course, they were all well. Jimmy Jimmy wasn't because Jimmy lives here, but they were all snapping as many photos as we could. We drive right by it. It is the coolest commute in the history of golf. And cool well, for at least the in the history, too, if you're living in the city. That's right. I mean, at least in the history of the President's Cup. So this is going well, to surprise you, Well, what a long-storied history it is. You know, it's, it's, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, dating all the way back to 1994. Uh, well, that, this, is, this feeds into, that's a good segue. I'm going to have more good things to say about the President's Cup than bad things. I know this is going to come as a surprise. So here's the first thing I'm interested in. Because I've been watching, this is uh, going to be hard to believe, but I have been watching um, live from the President's Cup on the Golf Channel uh, each night have this you? week. Wow. I know. Good for uh, you. The, the thing that has jumped off the screen at me is the fan experience at the Oculus. Have you, have you gone and experienced ah, the experience? Yes. Hey, and by the way, I got a I got a I got a Shack House uh, yell out in the Oculus yesterday. Nice. That was a first, nice first non golf course uh, Shack House. Um, the Oculus is is tremendous, and yeah, they've set up the tour and Golf Channel have set up. I guess you'd call it an interactive thing, and I'll tell you that is one intense experience. It's it's a it's a mall and a train station, and it's this incredible piece of architecture. Uh, if you haven't seen it, Google it. It's it's really uh, there's fifty six beams steel beams i forgot what they they weigh but they're, they're incredible and uh so at the base it's it's sort of a large uh egg-shaped uh area and there's three stories and there are people house the the commuters coming off the trains in the morning is just the most unbelievable scene um and they're and they're racing by the rat races going by these president's cup uh, uh monster posters of all the, the team players and the captains and then of course there are hitting bays there's a putting green uh, Golf Channel had a set in the middle, and uh, it's it's very cool. It's a great way to uh, I will not use the activate word that's so popular uh, now, but it's it's a it's a great way to kind of bring some attention to to the event for New Yorkers. Now a lot of you you can imagine the scene house, <laughs> you know the people are just walking by with their headphones on, and uh, it is fun though to watch the occasional person stop and stare at some of the the the, the photos and look at who is that again, uh, but. Anyway, it raises some awareness for the President's Cup. And I'm not going to uh, be negative on the President's Cup either, House, because you know my f feeling. The worst I'm, team match play event is still more interesting than most stroke play events, if not all, except right. maybe the majors. And so he, here's the thing that I, I was struck by, and I liked uh, <coughs> Joel, Joel Beal of Golf Digest did a story that, that – um, I think it just went up uh, this morning, why the President's Cup works. And he made a couple – uh, mm. Good points. I, I I do like that we have essentially five continents and eight countries represented on the other side. And a thing that right. has you know struck me is we're we, we're we're at the point of the season, Shaq, when it's okay to be a little reflective about the year that just yes. transpired, the golf season that just well, transpired. We better, we better because we only have a week before it starts again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is a whole nother deal. Yeah. We will make fun of that later. We but, won't talk uh, about that later. You know, in in, turn, in terms of kind of sizing up um, what transpired over the season and thinking about the sort of inflection point we are approaching. In the way of uh, the, the the wonderful amendment to the schedule that's lurking in 2019, and the efforts of the European Tour um, to uh, you know generate interest and be a little innovative in terms of the fan experience and so forth, I think we are not that far away. It feels like in my life team there in my lifetime there will be a single <laughs> unified worldwide professional golf tour. And I, 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 I think mm. that makes a lot of sense. I like the idea. I mean, it's fine for guys to compete, you know, all over the world. And there will always be, you know, sort of secondary tours where professionals who want to crack the majors, you know, can go uh, hone their craft and make a little bit of money and try and jump into the big one. But I think right. that, that this, the, the President's Cup at this moment um, and with the representation, it's a pretty strong team. I mean, I know that they're still nearly a five to one uh, underdog to the U.S. team. 
but it's Are a they? lot of five to one. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. four and well, a half to that, one is that would what be I saw because they haven't won since 1998 and they've only well, won once. But they only lost that, by a point last time. In 2015 was close. That's exactly yeah, right. It was very close. Yeah, it was interesting for a change. But what I'm getting at, and, and you know, uh, Roy McElroy mentioned this uh, in his No Laying Up podcast, uh, the two and a half hour behemoth. Yeah. Uh, last week, he he can imagine a world where there's kind of a single tour, and I think that this Presidents Cup is a nice, you know, uh, eye opener for for kind of the potential. That that um, exists there. What do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, well, that, it's funny you mentioned this. I, I had some of the uh, cocktail party conversation last oh, night yeah. at, at the uh, at the World Golf Hall of Fame. This point came up. I think Rory's comments on the uh, the No Line Up show about I, I, the, the the tour needing to 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 buy the the European tour, uh, the PGA tour. That is uh, obviously got people talking. And the, here's the the problem as I see it. Uh, I of course. Completely agree. I think the two should merge, but I'm I'm pretty convinced now that nearly every problem in pro golf, in terms of the business side or the scheduling side or the uh, optics side, uh, comes down to the World Golf Ch- Championships screw up everything. And those were events started by Tim Fincham, and and really Tim Fincham sort of dug in on those events in keeping them. Oh, they, you know, they're unified and they bring these tours together, but really they're PGA tour events. They're controlled by the tour and they're, they're designed to be for a limited number of players. And those should have been the opportunity to discuss sort of a, a merging and they've gone the opposite direction. And so until that happens, it's, it's really up to the PGA tour to maybe go to Keith Pelly of the European tour and, and uh, bring in these other tours and, and figure out how to make those truly international events. But they're limited field, and they're these sort of boondoggles to get world ranking points. And so that's the holdup. Uh, but I think that what Rory brings up and what people are seeing and the fact that it's a conversation piece with a group of people like that is that there is a pressure building. And so events like the President's Cup where you now see some uh, some Emiliano Grillo and and uh, uh, Anurban Lahiri's of the world. Some di- some you see this diverse group of of countries represented. Finally, it's not all. It's not just a bunch of Australians and South Africans. That it uh, really is sort of forcing the hands of everybody to admit this is an international game. So I think that's exciting. But the uh, other thing that will have to happen is that the European Tour right now is determined to try to be a competitor and good for them for trying and and all that but uh whether that works as opposed to trying to work with the pga tour uh i think the verdict will be in soon on that one that it, i mean i just watched we're sitting here house in the media center and they had they had some sort of hero challenge last night on uh, whatever i don't even know where the year oh the uh, the british masters uh and they're you know they're hitting shots under the lights and the the pyrotechnics are going off and there's a hero motorcycle out in the middle that's lit and it's like five things too many um you know it looked like uh, when paul mccartney does live and let die you know the whole thing's just going up in pyrotechnics so they're they've got to get this out of their system they've got to try and i admire the effort but i think that uh the pressure is building towards what you're getting at let's talk very briefly about yeah. items of interest in the actual competition yeah we should because we sh- there are a couple things i think yeah well what, what, what interests you besides i mean obviously the differences between this and the Ryder cup are always a little bit confusing to people i think and uh they're not you know a big deal but they do need to be clarified yeah i i guess to me the the thing i'm most interested in is um the pairings because it feels like the president's cup at least for the u.s side is a nice opportunity to experiment uh and and you know basically it's a run-up to the Ryder cup every year i, I don't mean that in a way it to, to to demean um the president's cup at all but because of and you just alluded to it there are many more matches in the president's cup so different combinations of of guys playing together are possible, and because the U.S. side is so young, you know the only uh, vet, the only real vet on the team is is uh, Phil. I, I guess Charlie Charlie Hoffman um, is approaching. He's a vet veteran, but it's his well. first, yeah, first uh, go yeah. around in this. So you you could really see some interesting stuff. I want to see Spieth and Thomas play. That's really what I'm getting at. 
I'm assuming that will happen. Uh, we're going to get the pairings, unfortunately, uh, right after we record this, but uh, they'll be available easily online. And and and, and remember, every, I think the first thing that's a big difference, and I really like this, uh, they start on Thursday, and it's just uh, it's it's just five foursomes matches. Now, how say there used to be 34 points available in this. Now there's just 30. Uh, Nick Price and the international team have moaned and groaned that they have no chance when they when everybody got to play. So. Two people will sit on each team tomorrow. So they open with this nice leisurely pace on Thursday and Friday. They play the five foursomes match, five alternate shot. And then on Friday, we have five four-ball matches. Uh, and then Saturday's a big 36-hole day on NBC all day. Uh, foursomes in the morning, four-ball in the afternoons, just like the Ryder Cup. And then Sunday singles and uh, and a President Trump visit. And, uh, yeah, so it should be a very low-profile, you know, um, a modest uh, affair here. <laughs> Pres- President Trump visit? Wait a minute, is that in the cards? <laughs> That's the rumor. The That's real the president of the, of the United States of America? Uh, I'll let you know when they start uh, the, making the, the, the rounds with the, the dogs here in the, in, the secret, in the media center, which they did at the Walker Cup, believe it or not. We actually had to... Had to get up from our seats and leave so the dogs could do a little sniffing around uh, to uh, make ensure that uh, President Bush was safe. And uh, that's a taller order here, though. This is a massive property, totally unsecured all the way around. It's going to be no. We'll, we'll know if he's coming just by the the uh, the effort made. So, but that's that's Sunday. Let's wait till then. But yeah, yeah. I think a, a Thomas Spieth pairing will be fun. Um, I think you're right that. This is a chance to experiment. I, I threw it out at Ogilvy yesterday, Jeff Ogilvy, assistant captain to Captain Nick Price, that uh, wouldn't it be fun in, in the foursomes and four balls to play the ball down and bring back the, uh, the stymie element where, where uh, one, one player could, could block with his putt uh, somebody on the other side, and then sometimes they might have to chip over a ball and all that the way the game used to. The game used to leave the ball down. And Anyway, he, he thought it. He thought it would be spectacular, and he thought that, that you'd have 24 of the biggest whining, uh, crying, screaming guys going, no, 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 no. But I I don't I, – I think – I mean, he was laughing. I think he uh, he knows if the guys could be coached, it would be spectacular entertainment, and it would make it different than the Ryder Cup as well. Um, so I, but, I, I, I love this. Let's let's um, let's start the bandwagon rolling. Yeah, on, why not? You know, let's let's play the ball down. But you just touched on one aspect of this that I want to make sure we chat about, which is yeah. where this event falls on the schedule, because we and I think um, golf fans all across the globe <laughs> likes match play so much and appreciate this particular style of, of competition, it just falls. We've been talking about, you know, the awkwardness of, of the FedEx Cup for a few weeks now. Yeah. And this President's Cup falls on such a bad moment on the sports calendar. What, oh. what can be done? Where, Even on the what, golf calendar. When, when can we it's move terrible. it? Like, when does it make sense? Well, we, because the we, next we time need it, it's there played. should be eyes on it. It should be. It's uh, it's in Australia in December of 2019, so that solves that issue. But then it comes back to the United States in 2021 at Quail Hollow, and so they'll have they need to do something about that because you're right. It's this is just a terrible time in every way. I mean, the Web.com Tour is having their championship this week. The PGA Tour season starts. The wraparound starts again the following week, uh, next week. Uh, it, it's just brutal time with with football interest, and now the NBA starting a little bit earlier. Oh, and and, and, and baseball uh, playoffs are right on the doorstep. Yep. So I think that the problem you have as a commissioner that that Jay Monahan has is that well, if they do it in December, at least when they go to Australia in December, it's a uh, there's a there's an Australian Open and an Australian Masters on either side, so guys can make it a two week trip. And it becomes a fun thing, and there are appearance fees to play in that other event, and, and the whole thing becomes a very nice way. And plus, it's close enough to the to Kapalua and the start of the year that that it's time for the guys to get their game in gear. But this is a time when they just want to shut it down. So that'll be the other interesting thing to see this week is just how fatigued the United States team acts. That's why I kind of think the internationals have a shot this week. I, I really believe the golf course is not gonna it's going to neutralize distance a little bit. And uh, at least that's what that's what a few of the, 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 the assistant captains believe. And that takes a little advantage away from the U.S. team, which has has more guys who like to not lay up. 
And uh, no so I think up, the combi- so yeah, I think that I think the combination uh, of the two is is encouraging for the international squad. Well, so I, that'll I, help. But other I, than I'm, that, I don't know what to tie in. No, I'm happy to have on the table the Australia um, angle in 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 2019 because I feel like the, those Australian events in December in December I watch those I enjoy watching them the oh, time the difference best. makes it fun and yeah. uh, I I mean I remember we had uh, Harold Varner the third on after he won the Australian Open yep. last December um, we had to have an emergency pod to have him on the shack house <laughs> but it, it, it's a great um, time for whatever reason the sports calendar feels a little less yep. cluttered because by then yep. basketball and hockey are kind of in their ordinary routine baseball is done and then you just have you know f- football but it's still you know football's well well on its way I wonder about you for the US events I personally would be fine with hosting them in January on the West Coast or Arizona or Hawaii, because mm. I think mm. January kind of presents a nice uh, opportunity on the on the calendar. Because um, you're you're starting then it's 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 the football playoffs, and so there's less games that you're you're competing with, and the the playoffs are kind of you know uh, uh, an afternoon and an evening or just an afternoon, and I think the golf could be a nice uh, complement to it, and I don't think it would be great yeah. shakes to kind of push around the Hawaii events a little bit. Yeah, well, that's that that will add uh, another, uh, and I'm sure this is part of the whole equation of whatever. Jay Monahan and the tour are trying to work on with scheduling dynamics. So, um, by the way, I, I I'm not sure if we're going to get the commissioner on the the Shack House again. I, I saw him uh, from a distance yesterday, and he and he went to the phone, and I I'm not sure if he was getting a phone call. I I, I kind of got the feeling, House. I know this is hard to believe. I I kind of got the feeling he didn't want to talk to me. I, I'm I'm not sure what I wrote, but uh, it may have been a phone ring. Maybe he got the notification on the Apple Watch, and and he just went straight to the. It was one of those where he just went straight to the phone. He didn't even look at it. All right. Anyway, yeah, look. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to talk to him this week. I I hope I uh, I hope I didn't offend him with uh, one of my articles. Well, maybe it was. Maybe I threw out the playoff scenario uh, uh, that he liked or didn't like, or I don't know. But do you want to talk about the playoffs a little bit? I think we have to because yeah, we we, we absolutely have to. We we have coming up next week, kind of our end of of season recap, the year in review, uh, and we'll 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 definitely handle all superlatives next week. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, m- most spectacular blow up. Uh, you know, best shank. We'll get all those lined up. Uh, for next week's show, but we have to wrap up. Um, you know, do a quick wrap up of the the tour playoffs. How fortunate do you think the tour feels that Spieth didn't win? That he didn't backdoor in? Yeah, I think that was the the nightmare scenario on Sunday. Just the way when he popped into the lead there for a while in the FedEx Cup. That was that was uh, that was not going to go well. And uh, no, I think it went perfectly for them in the sense that the best player of the year won the FedEx Cup, but then it didn't take a genius to watch that and say, well, this is just this is just weird to be contesting these two things at once and then have the joint trophy ceremony um, with uh, Xander Shoffley hoisting the Calamity Jane, um, which which was a little little awkward. He handled it well. I, I don't know what you do with that, that trophy hoisting. and uh, But then trying to deal with the permutations of the FedEx Cup where you're trying to watch a golf tournament and uh, – so we got some nice feedback, House, from people on last week's show. Nobody really liked my let let the uh, algorithms play out. Uh, well, actually, a few people did, but but the problem is, if you eliminated people as you went based on the FedEx Cup rankings, the problem is you end up overshadowing the Tour Championship presented by Coca Cola, and at some point, then it becomes useless having the Tour Championship and Coca Cola. So they need to have essentially to protect that event. And the FedEx Cup, two different finishes. And most people seem to like the idea of the plus one day. Um, and I forgot when we were talking about it last week, House, that, that in the next schedule, there's a very good chance the tour season will end on Labor Day. So that plus one day could be a Monday. They could actually start the tournament on Thursday and then uh, finish on Sunday, finish the tour championship. And then my proposal, which I put on my, my website the, the next day was, okay, so so we've played four days. Here's their final five, six, eight. I think you have to have an even number. I don't think four is enough. I think eight's too many, so I went with six. I don't know how you feel about that. but uh, And the idea is that you just – now, 
what you do from there, I don't know, to determine the FedEx Cup. Is all the money going to the one person who shoots the lowest score on that plus one day? Or well, when do we you say just all have the, the, all the money? Like the guys... Uh, well, you're not going to deprive yeah, other people of their bonus, right. but just basically play the day for $10 million, and then everybody else gets the same bonus payment. I, I don't know... I don't really care about that. I thought what I do. I think the most important thing is that you know there's some excitement that you have six people or whatever the number is playing from scratch for ten million dollars. Yes. Um, so I, I'm all in on this, and and I don't know. It, it seems like there was some a groundswell of support across social media or the, the articles I was reading, or maybe it's just a little echo chamber I occupy. But the plus one falling on Labor Day. Has has a real um, uh, you know geometric logic to it. Yeah, it, it, it really it does, does feel yeah. like a nice conclusion. Let the guys play Thursday to Sunday. Get a and and then you know that will produce you know one outcome. And let let let's get six guys out there for for Monday for ten million bucks. That's especially on Labor Day. So that that's yeah. part of and the so appeal here, to me that of, I know. of that Boston event. You know, I've loved watching yeah. golf on that Labor Day Monday. On Labor Day, yeah. Uh and right. here would have been the six. Uh it would have been Justin Thomas, Jordan Speed, Sander Shoffley, Dustin Johnson, John Rahm, and Mark Leishman. And to me that's just perfect. You had you had the the four players who were the dominant players on the tour making it on their points and then you had the two sort of upstarts from the playoffs sneaking in. And that brings the upset element. The, the 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 those two guys who who if they win it, it it literally changes their their life in a matter of a few weeks. And I think that's a fascinating thing. And then you look at the guys who just missed. It was Fowler, Matsuyama, Rose, Kepka, Casey, Kisner, Henley, and they were all guys. You say, well, yeah, they had really nice years, but they didn't have years that were worthy of of making it to that last day and they didn't have playoffs work and it, it kind of brings the whole because the whole problem is trying to combine the season-long points with the playoff and making both uh something of importance and i think this does that and it's easy and then of course one day 18 holes low score wins is pretty easy for everybody to understand and we get yeah. we, we steve sands can go home he doesn't have to sit and do the algorithm crunching and <laughs> And I think it's really fun, uh, a fun way to end the season. The one complaint a few people had was, well, what if a, the, the stars really stink it up in the playoffs and, and, or just play mediocre and a bunch of guys get in on points, uh, because of good playoff play? And I, I think the answer to that's real simple. You, you, you stop re, they do all these points, they do two points resets in mm -hmm. these playoffs. Stop that, right. you know, right. reward the people for the season long. Uh, and then and then uh, take your chances in the playoffs. So I think they can work that out. So I'm glad well, look, I'm glad people were finally. It's only you know taken over a decade to get to this point, but we're getting there. Yeah, well, maybe you you could write a nice email to Jay Monahan, and maybe he'll look at you. You know, maybe you won't go to his phone next time with this. <laughs> yeah, this I don't suggestion. know. Maybe may I, uh, you just never know with these things. Anyway, um, <laughs> he's a busy man. Man, does he have a lot on his plate. For sure. Uh, and he's got, you know, we didn't even mention how many freaking assistant captains there are this week. Uh, they're everywhere, unlike at the Walker Cup, where there were none. Uh, so, well, actually, there was one on the GB&I side. But... Uh, yeah. What else do we uh, – I think – is that about uh, all we need to cover on the playoffs? Is there anything else you want? I mean, Justin Thomas, amazing year, um, fitting winner, the whole thing. It is It is season. very, very fortuitous that the yeah. tour got the rookie of the year and the player of the year, um, you know, together holding up cups, you know, in the same moment uh, last weekend there, uh, you know, third week of September. Yeah. That's pretty good. All right. right. Well, let's. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, uh, but I also think it was fortuitous that people saw that this is these things are they're competing against each other, and uh, and and that just doesn't create a whole lot of buzz. And in the world of sports today, I think the other thing we we just can never discount is how demanding the sports fan is now that something makes sense, be compelling, and that there be a reason to watch. Otherwise, they won't watch. And I I think that's great news. It's forcing everybody, whether it's golf or or football or baseball or basketball to to question some of the things that they do because they simply because they've done them forever. Um, and uh, the, the key, of course, as you know, is just not compromising the competition in a way that historically is 
is uh, invalidates the pass or invalidates the switch and, and delegitimizes the sport in a way because that's obviously deadly. So yeah. Well, look, we, yeah. we have a whole bunch hey. of things that we're not going to talk about right. this week right, as right. well. But hey, uh, you know, be- before we before we get there. Hey, House, you know when you're the number one putter in golf, every week's a big week, just like the President's Cup. You're going to see a bunch of odysseys out there. And, of course, Odyssey has notched more worldwide tour wins this year than any other putter brand, including the Tour Championship, and is by far the most widely used putter brand across the globe. The latest from Odyssey, as you know, is the O-Works Red and the O-Works Black Putters, beautiful putters with inspiring head shapes, striking colors, and they really are. They're beautifully carried out. And, of course, the micro-hinge insert to help you put Top spin on the ball for a better, more accurate roll. They're in your golf shop now from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. My friends, over the years, we upgrade so many things, cars, phones, televisions. But when was the last time you upgraded your underwear? Yes, your underwear. I want to tell you about Tommy John. Not the surgery, my podcast pals. The revolutionary men's underwear brand that has redefined comfort for guys everywhere, myself included. Each pair is crafted from ultra lightweight fabric for maximum breathability. The legs never ride up. The waistband never rolls down. Tommy John's patented 21st century design even makes it impossible to get a wedgie. That is important. Look, I've tried all kinds of different underwear brands trying to find the perfect fit in Tommy John is simply the best there is. They've got a lot more than unbelievable underwear. Their undershirts go on like a second skin and never come untucked. Even their socks are engineered to stay up all day and all Tommy John underwear is backed by the best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guaranteed Tommy John no adjustment needed hurry my friends to tommyjohn.com slash house to experience life changing comfort and get 20% off your first order that's tommyjohn.com slash h-o-u-s-e for 20% off tommyjohn.com slash house My friends, let me tell you about HelloFresh. HelloFresh is the meal kit delivery service that makes cooking more fun so you can focus on the whole experience, not just the final plate. Each week, HelloFresh creates new delicious recipes with step-by-step instructions designed to take around 30 minutes for everyone from novices to seasoned home cooks who may be short on time, Polo Fresh sources the freshest ingredients measured to the exact quantities needed so there's no food waste. That also makes it very easy to pull the HelloFresh meal together. HelloFresh employs two full-time registered dietitians on staff who review each recipe to ensure it is nutritionally balanced. They deliver food to your doorstep in a recyclable, insulated box for free. And they are now offering light fall meals and have just introduced some breakfast options. My friends... HelloFresh is delicious ingredients you'll love to eat with simple recipes that you'll love to cook. Get cooking for less than 10 bucks a meal. I, my own self, just last week, the beautiful garlic chicken with caramelized onions, buckwheat pasta, and the secret ingredient, crushed hazelnut, which gave a wonderful richness to the whole fall dish. Outstanding. My friends, let me tell you, For $30 off your first week of deliveries, visit HelloFresh.com and enter ShackHouse30 when you subscribe. That's 30 bucks off that first week of deliveries. Get yourself to HelloFresh.com and enter ShackHouse30, S-H-A-C-K-H-O-U-S-E, 30 when you subscribe. Let's get cooking, my friends. All right, House. So what do you want to not talk about this week? Well, last night was the Hall of Fame induction. I believe ah. that you physically attended it. Oh, right? yeah. I love it. I never I never miss these uh, now. I just love it. I think it's a great night. What I find enjoyable about the evening when you hear these inductee speeches, like any Hall of Fame, 
uh, you get to to kind of see these people in a different way and who, who meant what to their career you hear about. And it also just it's a good reminder that the game was was uh, played before the year 1999 and that all these people have gone through the same things that the players go through today, which is why I kind of harped uh, rather rudely on my website today about the uh, inexplicable no-shows of, uh, of, of all the current team members and many current or recent Hall of Famers who are assistant captains this week, uh, not there to show their support for Davis Love. And when you, because because I think it would be really important for them to see these, these moments when you hear these players reflect on their careers, some better than others, obviously. The speeches go long and all that kind of stuff at a Hall of Fame. But you, it puts things in perspective about the, the sport, the history of it, uh, how long it's been going, how many fascinating, wacky, wild moments there have been and great characters and so i i, I love hearing the uh the stories and and the, seeing the tears and the whole thing and the laughter i, th- I think it's a great night how, and of course wait, nobody nobody seems to care well about the Hall of Fame. president's cup years when do they c- hold well, the uh, yeah. conduct the event they've been trying to move this around and the idea being that they move it to a place where the, the players and the dignitaries are gathering and this was selected because the PGA Tour is obviously very involved in the in the World Golf Hall of Fame, which, by the way, if you're ever in St. Augustine, it's a great place to visit. And they wanted to have it around the President's Cup. Uh, New York City, they thought the media uh, spotlight would be something that would attract some eyeballs and attention and bring some notoriety to the hall. And, um, and then the players would be here and, and be easy for somebody to come over and show some support for Davis Love, their beloved captain in 2016. <laughs> they didn't. Uh, and that was the thing. So it's at Pebble Beach in 2019. It was at St. Andrews last time. Uh, we had the same problem at St. Andrews. Guys are literally staying like within yards of the, the actual uh, ceremony uh, who are in the Hall of Fame, uh, who told us they would, they would come to these things the rest of their life and how much it meant to them, you know, we're standing down at the Dunvegan having a beer. So it's a problem, and I think it's a problem in two ways. One, I think it's just kind of rude because it's, we're only asking them to do this for two and a half hours. And, and number two, I, I think it breeds a little bit of uh, a, a lack of humility because really, ultimately, House, that's what's humbling when you sit there and listen to the talk. You know, there was Henry Longhurst was inducted last night. So as a writer, it was humbling for me to hear that he worked for, he wrote a column every Sunday for 45 years. Uh, and, and John Hopkins did a beautiful job describing his, uh, his writing. And then Davis Love actually went back and read some Longhurst as part of his speech and read a piece by Longhurst on Arnold Palmer and, and winning the 61 Open. And he, and there were things that, that, that resonated with him. And then you hear that. And so as a, as a, as a spectator, it's humbling, but I would think as a player, it would be really humbling too, and and make them realize why they do this, and that people have had the same motivations for many years, and and it just doesn't seem to be something of interest. And I don't know if it's just a, a, a generational difference that, that these kinds of award shows and induction things are are just considered agony to people. I'm yeah, not maybe sure. so. I I do think uh, coinciding. The uh, induction uh, ceremony, along with Ryder Cup or, or President's Cup, and alternating it each year, um, makes sense. Uh, that's not that's not how it's currently situated, though. Right? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I don't I don't want to I don't want to talk about um, the the fact that I never want to hear how wonderful a guy is again for staying around to watch his buddy uh, win when he when he can't come five blocks to uh, to come see his beloved captain get inducted. I don't want to talk about that. That would be that would be, that would be <laughs> yeah. Rude. I like it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That would be that would be wrong. <laughs> and we don't really want to talk about the 2018 season starting next week, do we? Well, really? here's the thing. I, I don't. I'm not that interested in talking about. It. And by the way, this is going to hurt your ability to get back on Monahan's good side. Uh-oh. I don't. What? what well, have we at not least created? You're it. Yeah, I am. Are we not in this moment where we've we've ghettoized, uh, you know, five or six tournaments? Um, you know, we've taken, uh, you know, the the uh, these October events and turned them into second tier just by the the sheer uh, virtue of the, the the quality of field that's that you're capable of, of generating and and you know you what you're competing against in terms of, of viewership eyes and in terms of entertainment right. dollars um, well they I, would counter that that they have not ghettoized them because they now have FedEx Cup points available when they didn't before 
<laughs> so, so congratulations. Who cares? Who's I know, playing? But it's still, the, the, what are the, the fields? Right. Who, the, who are, who's playing the in these events? Are, the only event they're still that you not get, great. You, the only event that 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 is of any kind of has any stature to it, at least to my way of thinking, is the China the event event in China. Yeah. I mean, Forever, is there anything else long that, that jumps off the page at you? You know, the the event in Napa could be a great event, uh, and it has in moments when people have uh, uh, appeared there. But no, they're they're not thrilling events. And I would actually counter House that these events were better before when before the wraparound schedule. These were events where you were watching people fighting for their tour cards. So now we have guys fighting for their card on the web.com tour. They get a week off, and then they have to turn around and play very well in these first few events, these new rookies, because there's a reshuffle at the end of it that could put their status so far down on the West Coast that they then don't play again until about uh, late April. And uh, it's... Or they play from, once from, or from twice. A, but And and it from just... A, from a degenerate point... <laughs> yeah, well, that's no, the only perspective. Well, I was going to say, if, if you... If you're interested in looking for some value and and, and you know trying to uh, come up with an angle, um, th- those these first handful of events you can you can leverage the guys that are coming in hot from the web tour finals because yeah. those events have all of the pressure uh, in the world. I mean, I think that's exactly why Mackenzie Hughes did what he did last year. He basically went right from the web tour finals and won. You know, two weeks yeah. later. And the finals are so impactful and important that they're putting them on the same week as the President's Cup. <laughs> but again, another evil, and I don't, I don't want to talk about this. I've talked about this too many times, about <laughs> the, the evils of the, of the wraparound, and this is another one of them. It used to be so cool to have that sort of those fall events be a chase for your card. And if you didn't make it, you'd be, then go to Q School in December, which was not a romantic thing for anybody who had to go because it's so stressful, but it it just the ebb and flow of the year worked better. But I don't I don't I don't want to beat that one too too hard. Um, House Shack House listener Wally uh, Uline has uh, decided to retire. He is uh, stepping down as the CEO of Acoustic. We don't want to talk about that, right? Because it's a listener. It would be rude to talk about one of our listeners. Uh, well, I, who is retiring? He's Although he's, he's retiring by choice, by the way, this is not a uh, forced retirement. Anyway, he's a legend. He's built a, uh, that company. He is that company. He's uh, an amazing businessman. You know, uh, he he consumes all golf media. He's a huge historian, lover of the game, and uh, he he's a Shockhouse listener. And he has told me that, which is uh, which is very cool. I love that he he doesn't mind hearing about the ball that changed the ball, even though he's in the the the, the ball. Selling business, but he steps down January one, and uh, but it's a, he's a major figure in the business of golf, and uh, he he will be staying around as an advisor to the chairman and all that good stuff. But well, all, all we, I can we say wish is him well. congratulations. Yes, we 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 wish him well. Now look, well let's <laughs> let's wrap up with okay. uh, what, one of my favorite things, which is gambling. Obviously, uh, uh, I have I have some odds shocking. here. Uh, I mean, I think the only way to make this President's Cup, you know marginally interesting i mean there are a couple storylines we've touched on but i I, i'm looking at uh the things that are are catching my eye are the odds on top american and top international Mm. and i I think there's an opportunity here the pricing for top american so just dustin johnson's four to one speeth is four to one justin thomas is seven to one fowler seven to one wow thomas seven to one yeah patrick reed eight to one Kepka ten to one, and then you know Kucher, Mickelson, Hoffman. Uh, I I am interested. Mm. I, they have Daniel Berger way down here at eighteen to one, uh, mm. and Kevin Kisner down here at eighteen to one. Also, Th- those two those are two names that are kind of interesting to me. The two that leap out: Kepka and Kisner. Uh-huh. Kepka because he'll be he'll probably get to to play with DJ, and those two are a great team, and. Uh, and Kisner, because we know he's a uh, he loves match play, he loves team play. This is his chance. Uh, he's played beautifully at the Tour Championship. I'd be all over Kisner on that one. I think he yeah. could be he could be the star of this. I think Stricker's going to wheel him out there for every single match. I don't think there's a danger because the danger in that bet house would be that that you you, you get somebody who gets benched. I don't see yeah, he how he doesn't play enough. Yeah, I don't see how Kevin Kisner gets benched. He has been arguably the most consistent player on the tour this year uh, in terms of just week to week. I mean, Justin Thomas was pretty consistent, but he did have that one run in the middle where he just, he just started missing cuts. 
but you know, from January to to September, <laughs> the body of work is kind of sensational. But uh, Kisner, I think you could make a case. Just brought it every week and. Oh, all over that. Yeah, I, I love it. I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I think this is a double K wager for me. I like the Kepka Kisner angle. That's 10 to 1 for Kepka, 18 to 1 for Kiz right now. Hopefully, we don't drive the odds down when this gets published. I'm going to actually get some of that action in right now. Let's talk for 10 seconds about our oh, international not. play. No, oh. the international play. I know we're not supposed to, <laughs> we're not wanting to talk about it, but let's, let's talk about it. Here are the internationals. Hideki and Jason Day are both four to one. I'm staying away. Both of them. Pass. Adam Pass. Scott five and a half to one. Not touching Tired. him. They've Lewis been playing Hazen, a lot of six golf. Six to one. No Grace nine uh, to one. Not interested. Schwartzel ten to one. Now you have Leishman ten to one. Emiliano oh. Grillo sixteen to one. Johnny Vegas sixteen to one. Uh, and then Siwoo Kim, Adam Hadwin, and Henry uh, uh, Ban Lahiri. Down at twenty five to one. What what names? Who, who there? are you liking in that group? Well, oh, I mean, well, definitely I, it feels for like me, it's there's value at Leishman at ten to one. Definitely, definitely, and and Vegas was the other one I was going to say. I'm yeah, a little he, worried about Grillo uh, Grio. I keep screwing it up. Um, I'm a little worried about him because he's going to be wor- working with the Siwoo Kim or Matsuyama. I hear now we're about to find out the pairings, but I don't know. I'm a little worried about one of those two uh, maybe dragging him down. Yeah, right, right. I, I like the only problem I have with Vegas is he just did not show well at, at uh, Eastlake. But that course yeah. doesn't fit all everybody's eye. It doesn't. It doesn't. And, I don't know how he feels about this one, if it's going to force him to lay up too much. I don't I don't know that yet, but uh, it's in right. magnificent shape, by the way. Greg James, the superintendent here, has it unbelievably good. And they and they've rerouted it, too. But um, so the guys who've played in the Barclays are going to see the holes in a little different sequence. Uh, but yeah, those are, I, I love, I mean, Leishman's just playing so beautifully. And I watched him hit some balls yesterday with uh, Jeff Ogilvy there, uh, working very hard to make sure he knows, uh, everybody's proper water temperature levels they would like, uh, for his, uh, assistant captain duties. And he, he, Leishman was very locked in and, and not out on the, the range, uh, uh bantering and goofing off. He was he he's he really wants to play he well. He wants to this, win. So. Yeah. Well, that's great. And, there, there, and we, he's playing we, great. We gave out four names at great yeah. prices. That's what we do here on the Shuckos. <laughs> now we have we have a special show next week. Yeah. Year yeah, in we're review. gonna go down to Petco. We're gonna be together in San Diego, California. I'm I'm open to suggestions of people if people want to belly source a little bit. I know that this is pod crossover, but I think I'll have some opportunity to do some eating down there in San Diego. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, people, we need some gas lamp, uh, some updated gas lamp recommendations because we're going to be down there. And uh, I, I don't spend a lot of time down in that part of San Diego, so I'd love to hear what people have to say. I know there's some really amazing things going on down there food-wise. Yeah, so let, let's explore that. But I think we're going to have a, uh, a guest or we're going to be co-hosting or something like that. I won't, I'm not going to I think the names. negotiations are ongoing with okay. the, uh, the empire that has become – NLU. That's what yeah. I hear. That's well, what my that's lawyer fine. tells me. I, I look yeah. whatever whatever it takes, but uh, we will be together in person at uh, Petco Park in San Diego. We'll do a year in review, give out some superlatives, and uh, you know, it should be a good show. And what have you got coming up uh, on House of Carbs next week's show? Very special guest. Uh, this is this is breaking news. Um, the general manager of the Charlotte Hornets, Rich Cho. Oh, happens wow. to be a real uh, food devotee. He has nice. his own Instagram and website, uh, Big Time Bites, and he gives out scouting reports. So we're going to talk oh, cool. to him uh, as he gets ready for the basketball season and uh, about his Big Time Bites, um, you know, and, and food endeavors. Should be oh, uh, that's an sensational! Awesome I can't wait for that show. That'll yeah. be great. Yeah, it's going to be a good um, one. Yeah, I love I love when you get these uh, sports loving foodies. That's uh, definitely fun listening. I mean, all the up shows my have been alley. great. Believe me, Shaq, it's up my alley. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I, I can't wait to see it, Petco. It's going to be fun, and uh, I can't wait to see what what the what what lines we come up to heckle the uh, NLU guys with. And uh, I hope we're able to take them down in a match. My my back is feeling better. You'll be glad to know. I think I'll be able to swing a club. And thankfully, there all you have to do is swing a wedge. So I'm like Tiger. I'm up to the I'm up to the sixty degree or maybe the fifty six degree. I'm, and, I'm uh, happy to hear it. I was I meant yeah. to ask how the back. Is yeah, doing. and by the way, Tiger looks great. Uh, he looks really good. I saw him yesterday. Not not uh, 
uh, just looking really well. So nice to okay. see. Hopefully he's and he's sitting up on the podium now answering questions of the press. So I'm going to go listen to that. But more importantly, House, you know what is back and better than ever? Tell me. Callaway Live. Nice. Have you seen who's on? Come on. Reggie Bush. You got Phil Kenyon, the, uh, one of the best short game teachers in the world. And, of course, most of, of great note and, and fascination to you and I, and I had no idea he was this big of a golf nut, is Commissioner Rob Manfred of Major League Baseball. They are all guests on the upcoming uh, Callaway Lives. I've heard the Manfred show is going to be sensational. I cannot wait to see it. So go to CallawayGolf.com slash Callaway Live. Of course, they're all on YouTube. And I think most of them go out as podcasts, too, if you, uh, need, to, you need to hear these interviews with Harry Arnett. And our good friend Jeff Newbarth producing the show. They are uh, awesome to watch. They're recorded live at Callaway headquarters. That's Callaway Live. That's at CallawayGolf.com slash Callaway Live. This episode of Shack House also brought to you by Proper Cloth, the leader in men's custom shirts at PropperCloth.com. Ordering custom shirts has never been easier. Create your custom shirt size by answering 10 easy questions. Shirts start from 80 bucks and are delivered in just two weeks. Custom shirts for 80 bucks. That's a good deal, Shaq. For premium quality and perfect fitting shirts, visit propercloth.com and use gift code SHACKHOUSE to get $20 off your first custom shirt today. That is propercloth.com gift code shackhouse. Do it today. Beautiful. All right, Shaq. Can't wait to see you next week in San Diego for the season ending Shaq House. Part of the Ringer Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.